Hey, I'm sorry for the long intro, guys. I just love that's one like a Jimmy a Hendrix classic. I know, I know. I promise I wasn't gonna do a musical intro, but you know, I, I couldn't give it up entirely. I feel it enhances the show. It charges me up. I, I want to pepper a little music in. I don't think it's the worst thing. I hear a lot of other podcasts doing it. And I started thinking, you know, all those folks who, who upload all that music on you, all the album, their whole album collections, I'm sure they don't go running around getting musical licenses from me every time they call up. Hey, Pat Benatar, can, can you give me a license to copy? No, they, they, you know, they just download it, plunk it down. Like, it's almost, so what's the big deal if me, me enhancing the audio with some music, which which I got anyway from you. It's out there on YouTube. What's the big deal? Why am I so paranoid? Why is the world made me feel like I, I'm going to get scolded for having fun, but doing feeling good for once in my life? You know, why do I have to feel that way? And that's why I keep saying, am I doing something wrong? Like I'm like Ed Koch. How am I doing? Am I okay? By the way, a big shout out to Spotify. Spotify for podcasters, folks. If you have a thought about starting your own podcast, consider Spotify. For, uh, for when I first got it, it was, oh, no, what did I do? What did I do? I didn't silence the damn thing. Hold on. On your phone. That's one of my pre pre things. When I do set like a bus driver, they get into the bus before they drive the bus and they flick all these switches and lights and stuff like that. Before I do the podcast, I have all this. You know, I take podcasting serious. I got to mute my phone. That's one thing. I put my phone in the cradle. I have a, I got a cradle just for I have special lighting. I got pads. I got pens. You know, I have notebooks of material written. It's not a joke. I don't just talk on my phone, gag, gag, goo. You know, I might not have state. I might not have a soundboard. I might have like a glass and all the stuff that you have. But you know, I have equipment which sounds pretty goddamn good, in my opinion. I'm sorry to boast. Don't want to toot my horn. So, how are you folks? Let's get back to you. What's thanks? I know you're listening. One or two of you. I wanted to run something by you. Actually, I got the math figured out. Honestly, believe it or not, I do. I study the um, the demographics. Any podcaster should. Anybody out there who's a podcaster, or th- I'm offering something that other podcasters because I'm I'm out there. I try to network other podcasters, and I I'm not getting good results. So you can't blame I can't blame these on comedians anymore. It's just people. It's how people are. So I'm giving free advice to podcasters. Study your demographics or analytics, if you will. Keep cl- I I'm, I get a little too obsessive too, because really they they update every two hours. You're not supposed to check everything, but I get up like anything else, Facebook, Instagram, texting. That's why I have to turn my phone off sometimes to stop with the OCD. But anyway, I checked its stats. And right now, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. In my opinion, I'm averaging my 300 listens a, a, uh, a month. Yeah, that's about – I'm averaging 80 listens a week, even more. I think last time was 90. So my jump up to 360, which is pretty goddamn good considering – you know, you know, there are times I had less than 100 listens probably a month. You know, I, to me, that's, a, that's amazing. And in marketing my, you know, to get guests in the show, you know, I'm, I, I do. I, I want to have guests. I think people want to hear interviews sometimes. That's where they make friends. It's just marketing it because when I put it out there, people say, well, what's, what's this pot? What's this? And I don't want to be, be dropping my link everywhere. I just don't like doing that. I don't know. I feel it's kind of obnoxious, and I, I feel half the time people ignore it anyway. 
I, I only give it after people. And once people ask, I gladly give it. But I feel if I just put it out there, it's unsolicited. And I'm embarrassed just putting myself out there when, uh, anyway, uh, I'm just thinking about just writing my like little postings. Hey, you know, I got 300 listens per month. And for anybody out there like doing the open mics, that's a hell of a lot more. That you, It's true. I, I'm very grateful to have 300 people listening to me per that's, that's a lot. You'll never get in the comedy club. I don't know what people, you know, are thinking about. I don't want it too much. It's perfect. Honestly, I'm enjoying this is fine. 300 people. Jesus. Open mic comedian. You'll never get that. You'll get five or 10 people and they're very uncooperative, very unsupportive, very unfriendly. A lot of them. It's awkward. This is nice. This is real. You know, and I get to be me and then you're allowed to spread out, but I can like visualize you. It's all imagination. These people lack imagination. I, I can imagine you guys out there in the digital universe. Each of your cities is over there. I see the lights, the little lights. I, I, they give you little lights when you come in. The, the audience is dark, and I see the little lights, you know, like a, a candle lighting of a world peace or the, the Coke commercial. I like to teach, give the world a Coke. Do, 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 do. I used to live in a town in Long Island, and you got up a train and said, I'm not going to say the name of town, but... The community with time for you. Yeah, yeah, right. Didn't have time for you. You didn't have a house or you weren't part of the in crowd, part of the regular group, or have a, you know, three cars and, you know, two kids in the same groups and same football team and the Girl Scouts and you weren't, they didn't have time for you. No, you were an outcast. You were like me. You walk up the street and you get frisked because of, because it's freaking winter time and it's cold out. You have a hood over your head. And yeah, I admit I had, my, I had a hole in my jeans. And yeah, I, I was just going for a walk for mental health. It was cold. It was January. But excuse me for walking through the mall parking lot because of um, on the street, um, you know, there was like they didn't freaking shovel the sidewalk so people couldn't walk. OK, so, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to get hit by a car. So I was walking through the mall parking lot, just taking a walk. And the next thing I know, I have six police cars around me and, I, and I'm in the cold. I'm being frisked up against the car, frisk, frisked by the cops because somebody pointed me out. As some guy was trying to break into people's trunks in their cars and parked cars. So everything, they went through everything, my pockets, everything. And then they realized I, it wasn't me. And then they let me go and they're making all nice to me. Yo, Stephen, where's your car? Like, oh, because I have a driver's license. I'm walking with a driver. Why aren't you, why don't you have a car if you're walking? You, you know, you, that's how it is. The mentality is. Everybody has to, you know, I'm, told, I'm telling you, if you don't have a car, you don't count. If you don't own a house, I don't give a shit. You're paying $2,000 rent. The people in the house next to you are, are going to treat you like less You're less than equal. You'll, they won't say hello. One time a guy even said, what are you doing? I was looking at my cat. I, I just lost him a few. I lost him for a week, and he got in someone's yard under the fence, and I was looking at my cat. But you're my neighbor. What are you? Another time a neighbor called the cops on my son because his friend was just sitting in the car in front of the house waiting for my son. Yeah, this is the type of mentality. I don't like that kind of mentality. You know the mentality I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't want to say the word. It's a new word, a woman's name for that type of behavior, but it runs in both genders. It's discrimination. It's classism. Not it's classism. It's racism, another form, okay? Everybody of all colors experience some kind of discrimination. I don't care whether you're a mental problem or the color of your skin or your way you are. It's classism, and it's wrong, and it affects people, and it hurts people. Because people are people. Good people get hurt too, okay? You should think. People should think before they act the way they do. Thank you. There we go. Now you got me heated up. Why? Why? Because the community with the time for you. You know what Gunnery, remember Gunnery Hartman, Sergeant Hartman used to say, you know, you're the type of guy who uh, 
would whatever, give a guy blah, 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 but he, and he wouldn't have the common courtesy to give a reach. No one's giving reach-arounds. Not that I want to reach around, but no one's giving reach-arounds. You know, that's a problem. There's no Hertz two-way agreements around here. Everyone's a one-way Avis around. Now, Avis is a better company anyway. But anyway, getting back to uh, the basics here, uh, I was talking about, yeah, offering uh, free airspace to comedians. I'm, I'm just going to lay, hey, man, I had this open mic, open mic. I am a open mic comedian turned podcaster. I know what it's like to be an open mic, and no one really supports you. Sit around, and, you know, I get three. Look, I'm not the greatest podcaster. I got 300 listens per month, but these are 300 people who would like to hear you. I'm offering you free airtime. Anytime you want, you know, I know what it's like to be, and you know, when, when I'm not doing episodes, I'm talking to myself. I have conversations by myself. I have over 350 episodes. I've been doing this podcast for three years. Here I am. That's it. And I'll leave it at that. That's how, that's my, that's my pitch. I'm not going to say angry things. I've been saying some angry things recently, you know, and it probably scares people off. People get scared. I, I, I do get it. I guess I hurt when I get shit all over by people I'm trying to do a nice thing for. I know most people have thick skin doesn't bother them. They keep it moving. I'm trying to learn to keep it moving. I'm trying to let the things get under my skin. I'm trying not to. Things like this help. It's an outlet. Yeah. I'm trying to tone it down extra because oh, I got good news. I got good news, folks. Good news. I got a job. Yeah, man. I'm starting in two weeks. I got a government job. Not the greatest pay. You know, it's only like fifteen dollars now. It's housekeeping. But you know what? I'll take it. It's something. You know what's a job? I start training as a night shift. It'll keep me busy. I mean, I don't think I'm going to be around here in a year anyway. Me and my, talking, me and my family member, we realize we can't make it here. And it's too much of a hardship. And, uh, you know, my family members even taught me to go back to New York. And I always kind of knew when I, was, I left New York that I might end up back there anyway, or, or at least temporarily. You know, I can make New York my base. I still want to become a truck driver. I guess I'll travel the USA, live in the truck. And make like my base in New York. I could have a shoebox in New York. So, you know, it's on the table. Me and my family member, you know, uh, my family member will be coming first this summer. And so that's what I mean. I mean, if I can just make ends meet for the next year, whatever I'm here, get this job, hope it will work out. Give me some, I'm going to move. I'm going to move near the job. So it's good. I grab my scooter to work. I don't have to drive anymore. I'm going to find like an apartment right near the job. Ride my bicycle to work on my scooter. Government job, not bad. And I could talk to you all day. I'll have a night shift. I could podcast all I want. That's all I'm going to do. do. My podcast and I'll sweep floors. There you go. I'll learn to use those machines, you know, the, the buffing machine. You know, uh, Marvin Gaye, you know, on the night shift. Dun, 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 on the night shift. On the night. You, dun, 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 dun. What's going on? What's going on? What's on the night shift? Yeah, I'm going on the night shift, man. Michael Keaton on the night shift. You know, Henry Wrinkler working in the funeral home. There you go. Is my dream come true? I'm living the good life, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm high in the hog. There's a guy I used to know where. You're living high on the hog. You got the world in the palm of your hands. You're, you're really going places with the, yeah. That's I'm going places, man. I'm, I'm really doing. I look. I was working in a, I was working in the airport. I was living in a hotel. Is that not going places? But now I'm over here. Okay. You know, where I am, where I am. It's okay, but I'm going to be, you know, I got a job. I might be coming back to New York. That's a deal. My family member, he, this individual is more comfortable in Long Island. I don't want to go back to Long Island. I can't, I don't want to live in someone's house. Excuse my, if anybody's offended, I'm sorry, but I'm not Kunta Kinte. 
I don't want to live in the basement of somebody's house and say, yes, Lord, less master. Okay, I'll, I won't park my car in front of your house because I've upset your neighbors, the homeowners. No, I'm not good. I'm going to live the Queens where everybody's equal. I'm living in an apartment building where in the city tenants have rights, right? Landlords can't just show up with the door, but with a broker and make demands and come in and uninvite and yell at you and put you down until you have to get rid of your other nonsense and get kickbacks to the broker and then have the broker and the landlord turn against you. Then little things like that, and everybody looks like you're the bad one. You're the crazy one, and you're breaking your right. There was one, one place I went to look at, right? Um, you know, I, I told you I worked for the government, and this freaking guy, it was his mother's house. He's sitting in a goddamn lawn chair in the lawn, like drinking beer, whatever. Maybe he was like a methadone. He was missing his teeth, middle-aged, and here I am. I have you know two kids, you know. I'm hustling. I work full time. I was gonna have to work a second full time job just to support the kids and put them to college and their car bills and go to work. And you know this guy wasn't working and he's collecting, living off his mother's house. He's gonna collect the rent from me. He's gonna be sitting in this driveway all day waiting, you know, watching me go. I go to my two jobs and then take me upstairs to these people who lived above him. You know, a young couple. God, they, they decided they're gonna buy a house. Uh, they's getting married. You know, so this this is gonna. They was good. They get the security back. You know, I might keep your security because they allow them to keep your security. They screw you over. You know, and they show up whenever you want. I don't like that. I like in Queens or Brooklyn because everybody's equal. Okay, you get apartment building where you're part of a community. There's a tenants organization. Tenants have rights. It's not the homeowners and your subservient second class living under the tutelage of the lords. No freaking way, Jose. It ain't happening. Those days are over. You can't do that to me. I'll go back to New York, but you can't do that to me. No way, Jose. And I'm not scared. I'm not scared that I'm saying I'm coming back. Come and find me in New York. Come and find me. I'll be hiding. I'll be on the streets, man. I might even be delivering mail in New York City, in Manhattan, or the Bronx. I don't give a shit. Karate, dog wants it. Don't tell your dog I'm going to learn karate. I have a right to learn karate self-defense. I will defend myself with the dog. I, I don't want to hurt the dog, but the dog, I'm going to block a dog with my feet with the karate I'm going to teach myself. I'm ready. I am ready. Just don't make me mad. Anyway, listen, I, I'm going to pepper a little music. I got to cool down a little. It's halfway time, and we are talking about about traffic anyway and the people of the earth on the road let's do another jimmy piece here you know jimmy hendrix it's called uh crosstown traffic you know that so you jump in front of my car with a 99 per hour girl is the speed i drive you tell me you don't mind little pain get me in my way you're just my crosstown yeah you know let me see don't quit my member i don't have a job but i do have a job but don't quit your day job jimmy hendrix smash hits it's the one song all right we're going to build our way back into the music. We're going to build our confidence up slowly as we get money for Legal Shield. All right, hold on. Try it out. Worried about getting evicted? Just click the link below to claim $6,400 in benefits to help pay for not only rent, but also gas and groceries. Low-income Americans are saying this is even better than a stimulus thanks to $6,400 allotments being sent to Americans making under $50,000 a year. If you want to claim your $6,400 benefit package, all you have to do is click the button below and get on a quick phone call that takes seven minutes. But funds are running out quickly, so be sure to claim...
Right, yeah, thank you. Thank you for music. The music uh, rejuvenates me, charges that little flavor to the. So, we're going to try to inc- take a little risk, live with the discomfort that perhaps it could bring me some scrutiny. But, you know, acknowledging the fact that it enhances the podcast, it brings pleasure, it tones me down, it adds a little spice in your day, maybe it peps you up, you know, motivates you to do what you. Because I, I remember when I used to listen to the radio, certain songs would motivate me and i just try to take that and give that back in a way that i like to you know to others sometimes open their minds sometimes you know and sometimes you're in a car listening is good not everybody has that's why i don't know why people think that uh it's better to do a video i know i keep coming back to video podcast some people like that i don't know you know you could watch a talk show you could watch youtube why does a podcast have to be video i don't understand that why it became popularized. I mean, even my, my favorite podcasts I listen to, I listen to a lot of them, but then I, I, I turn on YouTube, I see they oh, actually, the same episode that I was listening to was done on YouTube. So, not, you know, in video, whatever. They're all video, most of them. I mean, I know there's one particular individual, a great comedian, this individual does, and this individual does a great audio podcast. Great. You know, I, I listen to this individual regularly. So, um, all right, told you. I mean, I, if I am coming back to New York, I got to be careful because I got to be careful who I talk about now. Even when I toss him as the land of Canaan bullshit, I know I bring the bullshit to you, but still, these people, I might have run into them. So I got to watch. I got to stop because I was doing a whole set on this guy who's a manager somewhere in the land of Canaan. But you know what? I can't do it because I'm coming back there. And you know, I'm and I don't. I probably don't even have to work for this manager, but it's my OCD. I have to look good for everybody. Maybe when I get to the point, I don't give a shit what I don't think about anybody. Maybe then I can start talking about this manager and say the manager was in the land of Canaan. I'm not ready for that, but I should. I should do that when I'm ready, ready to move and cut strings and let go of the past. You know, then I I should do that. Well, I, unless I really want to work for the manager, 
You see the dilemma in my mind? That's why I don't bring it all out the table. I'm talking about it. At this point, I can, I can back up. I won't get in trouble for anything I say, right? Because I was very, very vague. So I, I'm just telling you I was about to go down the rabbit hole, but you know what? I might be coming back to New York, and I don't want to – and I, you know, don't burn bridges, never, unless you want to burn them. And then and that's fine. I burned some bridges, which needed to be burned, and I'm sure you have too. I am sure you have. Anyway, uh, talk about cross-down traffic. Um, I know I've covered the case in the past. Um, I don't even like to mention his name. I don't want to glorify him. And he didn't do anything wrong to me, honestly. All right? I'm obsessed with it. I'm just going to say his name once. There is, an, there is an individual who kind of perpetuates him, you know, but whatever. Um, Daryl Brooks. Daryl Brooks um, killed I, 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 six. I he'll get mad because he, he got mad at one of the things in the trial. 76 counts or 77 counts. And they corrected. They said, sorry, it was 76 counts of murder. Not, you know, vehicle, vehicle uh, assault. He ran into a freaking parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, I have November 21st, 2021, I believe at least six people died. A little boy died, okay? You know, this, he was just being a dick. He was mad at his girlfriend. That's what it was about. And he was just all charged up. He couldn't, he couldn't have his way. And he saw barricades and a cop. And he was just scowling. He was kind of like the way I get. He should have had a podcast like me, okay? He was me. When you hear me ranting and raving and yelling, okay, because I just want to go off. It's, that's what the poor guy, I should say poor, because he's a jerk the way he conducts himself. He has a Napoleonic complex, in my opinion. But I, what, I, what I'm doing is not so bad because I don't touch him most of the time. It's none of my it's audio, and I'm not going to talk about him regularly. And I have much less of a listenership than this other individual. This other individual basically makes Daryl their whole show. I don't want to say anything else. I want to say gender. I don't want this coming back to me. I'm not into this riffraff stuff. And good, it does work. I, I do tune into the individual. Uh, the individual is actually pretty funny and entertaining. I enjoy watching the the individual as a comedian. It's fine. But like I said, uh, I, I wouldn't want to do what the individual is doing because uh, I'd be scared you're messing with somebody in prison like that. That person in prison might know somebody. You see, I'm careful. I talk about prison sometimes. I know. And I talk about prison uh, audio podcasts. I know. But I don't see anything bad or ill. So if anybody did, knows anybody in prison and they know of my existence and they approach me, you know what? I've worked with people in jail. I work with the mentally ill. I work with people right out of Rikers Island. They respected me. I respected them. I saw them face to face. I passed my. I was like, what's oh, a big deal? It can't be any different. These are just people. They're people. So they know where I am. And, they, and these people knew my real last name, too. So what am I worried about? I shouldn't be worried about anything. You know, as long as I'm not slandering somebody. And with that kind of. I don't know. I, I just be, I'd be scared of mocking somebody like that. You understand? You don't know. What, what kind of reach they have. Very manipulative people. Especially going to prison and some girl wants to marry you, you know, and she'll do anything for you. You, you know what I'm saying? People are nuts. You got to be careful. I, I, you know, and I'm scared doing this with 300 people listening. But you know what? I need it. It's like maybe you need something. Maybe I could help you. And I just have that faith that the good outweighs the bad from this endeavor. This endeavor. The good outweighs the bad. I'm hoping is best. Um, Esperanza, Esperanza, hope, this try, trato, try, mejor, your best. I should turn up a freaking Spanish, Spanish for slow Spanish because from a slow, from a slow, de, de un espacio, Span, español, inglés, español, hablamos, persona, 
un muy loco en la cabeza persona, habla español en, en mi, mi vacío, en la, la mesa, piensa y hablo con mis amigos hoy. Sí, gracias. Hoy es uh, McCready. McCready's French. Miércoles, miércoles. Sí, no, no, Tuesday. It's Mardi Gras. It's freaking Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. No wonder I'm howling at the moon. Damn it. Damn. We already played Crosstown Matt. Crossed on traffic. Damn. Played that, and I'm afraid they, then they got me afraid to have any more music, and I can't talk about anybody from New York anymore. Land of Canaan. Uh, do you know any? The Pharaoh. Uh, you want to have a. Does anybody know what happened to Moses' tongue? You know, he burnt his tongue, right? Yeah, when he was a baby. He What happened? Something. All right. I don't. Some. I think the, the Jewish Jewish mother, that she was going to get killed or something. He was going to kill, so she put him in a cradle, and she sent him upstream, you know, and the Pharaoh's daughter found him in, the, in the, the cradle. She picked up and saved him, and then something, I, there was a hot coal, and baby Moses, I don't know why, I don't know who ever thought about giving access to a hot coal to a baby, but Moses, he touched the coal with his two right fingers and put them in his tongue, and he, he branded his tongue, he burnt his tongue, with smoke coming out, and after that, Moses talked with a lisp, for the rest, supposedly, for the rest of his life. And he became like Pharaoh's right-hand man. You know that, right? Moses, yeah, yeah. He was with Pharaoh. And, um, you know, he was, you know, an, an undercover Jew. He was a first badass Jew. Moses was an undercover narc. Yeah, that's heavy-duty shit. Talk about being stressed undercover under the evil Pharaoh. That's like freaking being under uh, Iraq or whatever, huh? Uh, Hassam, Hamas, undercover shit. That, that takes a lot of balls, undercover feral shit. Damn, like the departed. Damn, let me take a drink of water a second. Hold on. Yeah, so Moses, you know, undercover Jew, you know. Anyway, when he rose up, he, but God, you know, God was his departed. God, the Godfather, the, the OG Godfather. God, they, you know, all right, Moses, I know you had a lot of fun. You're getting laid in the castle, whatever. He's eating grapes, eating cheese. Hang out with the Pharaoh. Here's my son, my son, my son, my son with the lisp. Anyway, uh, <coughs> you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, I, all right, God's like, sorry, Moses, time's up. He's like Neo in the Matrix. You got to lead the Jew. You know, they led the Jewish people in the land of Canaan. That's how it all began in history. God's chosen people. That's why the Jewish people upset. You know, but there was a straw that broke the camel's back, and people should know that. Genocide, okay? Uh, they, they had enough, and you would too. It's called the, the Great Diaspora. Di I'm not getting political. I am getting religious. I am, but it's history. Can I be, her can I be historical and not religious? Can I give a s historical point of view without being religious? It's, it's history. For 2,000 years, this, there was a, this, the Jewish people suffered. Even Queen Isabella, okay, kicked the Jews out of Spain. They were kicked around and tossed. And, and okay, if 6 million people were cruelly Murder where the world set around. Don't you think they'd be a little pissed off? Don't and, and don't you dare lie and say there wasn't a Holocaust. How dare you say that? All right. I'm assuming this is where they're coming from. And of course, the Palestinian people were very poor. The people who live in Palestine are impoverished. Okay, they're very uh, e very weak means. It's they, they don't have much power. And and that's the problem. They need support and advocacy to rebuild. Unfortunately, this, this terrorist organization comes from another extremist, religious extremist based in Iran where you can't say anything wrong or you're slaughtered immediately. 
and, and they believe it's right and whatever. But this, these are extremes, and they back us. They back the funding and the weapons and all, and and they won't lie about their. This is where they're coming, and they have these beliefs that whatever is the, the divine right that the, the Palestinian people were wrong, and I everybody believes the Palestinian people should have the whole Gaza Strip back, give it back, build it. I, I, what I understand is better terrain than the desert where the Jews had built. Whatever. You know, give it to them. I don't see what the problem. You want Israel's hands, you want their fingerprints off totally? Let's do it then. You know, why can't we figure this out? Everybody seems to want the same thing. That's the point. I'm looking around at everybody as people, all of you. We're all sitting together here. You know, you all want the same thing. Can't we talk? Can't we have, because these men went behind walls, they're not shooting at you. They're having conversations. I, it's horrible things they do, and they man, but they, you, you know, you sit down, you're talking, you actually have a conversation. What's going on here?